I'm Mike Davis with Lovecraft Easing, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. And these dumb fuckers made me say that for their bumper thing, so there you go. <laughs> I hope you choke on it. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to jump into our Rogue Trader session number 27, where the shit hits the fan, I guess. Uh, our last session was a, uh, a like a taut courtroom drama, almost. Uh, we didn't do anything other than uh, sling innuendos and pretty much prepare for some vague showdown that may or may not happen. That's kind of yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, don't, don't. Oh, spoiler alert! The audience is that you've you've ruined it. The audience doesn't even know. Dinox's gonna make it happen. <laughs> now that's what I call a forty k Papa Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially, uh, Venari and Jarnan traded barbed comments for most of the evening. Uh, I didn't trade shit with you. And this is, is, is surprisingly has his own agenda. It's quiet, trying to groom the guy as a number two, give him a bigger room, and he's just like off, kind of like doing all his own thing. And and Kynock just, I, you know, it's like Batman. I guess he, he just wants to see the world burn. So <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't know. Think that was Batman. <laughs> I'm, I don't I'm know like if a dog see, chasing a truck. I'm not sure if I've seen any of this. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't describe the situation at all from my perspective. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. I thought I was. I thought I was pretty present for the last session, and I'm. I'm not sure that's how I perceived the the issue. Dude, that's how I feel every time we he does a recap. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't remember that at all. There's a lot of commentary mixed into that. There's a lot of uh, it's Gilmore's uh, point of view. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, POV mixed into that uh, to that <laughs> to that background information. Well, from but my I point of view, the rogue traders are evil. Well, I know. I, we we ended up with with kind um, of giving a, a bit of a soliloquy to the. Uh, to the servo skull, which everyone had forgotten was in the uh, the ready room, <laughs> spying on all of this treasonous, mutinous behavior, and and we sort of uh, ended on the the skull puttering back down to Venari's room, where he can then uh, find out all of these uh, backstabbing that's going on currently. So I don't I don't know how we want to sort of pick things up. We did have the. Uh, the uh, the ceremony for Tim, which I suppose we could gloss over. Um, we yeah. did have, you know, Venari has to sort of deal with that. I don't know if anybody plans on doing anything, if anybody has anything that they want to accomplish. We still have a week in Port Wanderer while the ship is fixed. Uh, Venari's going to go back to talk to Talon Tracks, aside from anything else about the game. Yeah, there's no specific say yes. Like, yeah, so, like, I don't know if there's any specific business if – 
anyone is waiting for any confrontations of any sort to come to a head, then yes. In the meantime, if you're sort of not laying low, but doing your own thing, Port Wonder is obviously the most sort of occupied space that you're going to be in uh, for the most part. So if you're getting things or organizing things or finding people or that sort of thing, uh, unless it's a specific contact somewhere else, then yeah, like Port Wonder is where you're going to have access to more resources um, sort of than you would at, for instance, if you're like, oh my God, I forgot we got to stop a footfall. So like maybe think about it beforehand because you're probably going to go straight back to Agusia instead of Footfall. So uh, Port Wonder is very well, obviously, manned slash womaned, humaned slash stocked. So that's where you would want to try to get any resources you plan on needing. I mean, it is sort of the, you know, it's like the start of the Oregon Trail. That's... uh I don't remember what <laughs> fort you start at the orchestra. I really wanted to remember the fort you start for. I don't know, but there's the, you start at the one fort and you buy whatever supplies you need. That's port port wonders kind of that. Like, and then you go into the Oregon Trail and all of you die of some horrible alien disease or break your leg and die. Everyone dies, and you know, we're still uh, like trader legacy goes on. So that's how that works. Um, so yeah, this is you know you, this is your chance to stock up. Does anybody have anything that they're doing? Venari has things that he yeah. needs to do. But is you anyone doing yeah. anything? Doing anything no. in the week that you have? Yeah. I I figure Kynock will be spending the majority of his time in the observation deck, and occasionally coming down for fresh air, but only to go back to the library. And if the same acolyte is on that he had in and that he had bullied himself past first, if that acolyte is there, then he will go in for further research. Okay. Um, but very infrequently, probably maybe only t- once or twice more. So, okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna, yeah, you could sort of stalk them sort of like you could, if it's not like, Every day I'm going to go and hope he's there or she, I don't remember. Um, then yes, you could, you can show up the days that you notice that they're on duty to kind of like push past. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, he's going to be spending the majority of the rest of his time up on the observation deck with a handful of his helpers. And that's it. Just sussing shit out. He's caused enough chaos. Now he's hiding. <laughs> I, think I was just gonna say he's he, he's just hanging out around the ship so there's still repairs to do um for when we bashed in the front of the ship when we were la- when we were docking so he just has his crew down there with laser sledgehammers knocking all the dents out of the the big thing in Space the front of the ship yeah. Laser uh, hammers. Yeah. Laser. <laughs> yeah. hammers. I'm trying. I'm, I'm yeah. like trying to pitch. I love that. it. Laz, yeah, Laz hammers. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> he's so he's obviously there's a lot swirling around, but he's just an oblivious. You know, he's well, there'd be power hammers, right? Don't, uh, there are power hammers that have like the 
the power feel. It's like chain, <laughs> chain hammer. Um, chain I, okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, we can say though, if that's what your focus is, uh, do you have like, um, like some sort of like knowledge ships or ship, like something that would allow you to, that would be productive to speed up repairs. So for common lore, my highest ones are war and imperial navy. So I have imperial navy. Uh, um, if you want to roll an imperial navy, then I would say that would direct you to potentially cut down the time that you're in dry okay. dock. If you want. I think right. because that, if you're, especially if you're there doing the yeah. work, you know, yeah. especially. So it, it's, he, you know, Amaya sees everything kind of swirling around the crew and he's kind of, you know, he's been pulled in different directions and he's kind of torn. He doesn't like to see all the aggro and, you know, all, all the parents fight around him. So he's just going to kind of throw himself into his job. Um, you know, all he wants to do is fly stuff around and be in space. He doesn't like, uh, his fellowship is very low, so he doesn't like being involved in interpersonal kind of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw him nervous. So you have no idea what a low fellowship looks to, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he decides to go and like you're. Yeah, I would say you have a very good knowledge of of ship repair, so I think you could definitely direct them to improve their okay. uh, their focus. Yeah, but but Kynox is kind of you know it's it's visible. That's why he is low fellowship. <laughs> It, it, it's right on his head. So, okay, so we'll do that. That is a twenty-eight out of forty-five. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. I you cut two days off. So instead of a week, it's five days. Uh, as you're like, people notice you sort of coming up and taking command of the repair crews in a way that they definitely. Um, Usually you're like, I'm the pilot. That's what I do. That's fine. But like, you're like, no, this needs to go this way. If you did this this way, it'd be more efficient. And so they're pretty impressed. Uh, the crew especially is impressed with your uh, your ability to sort of understand the mechanics of the ship uh, for not being a tech priest, especially, and helping these repairs. So um, I'll give you a, a plus 10 to any crew rolls for the rest of this session take that and you cut some days off i've decided you know we're gonna do some fun stuff let's do some fun 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 added bonuses while he walks around you know checking on all of the the actions he has his heirloom item which is some kind of weird twisted metal piece of ship or piece of and he's just you know he's always holding it and when he's looking at everything and he's very focused on uh making sure we get undo all the damage that kynok did when we were docking last time <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, wait. Last I almost time, want to give him a negative five. This is this I want to be like because like, I flew <laughs> us into a into a sun. Okay, this has nothing to do with me crashing into the into the uh, into Port Wonder like we did last time. Was that when we were running away from the orcs that we flying into the sun? Real bad though, real bad. You don't want it. it's it's not good. Um, but yeah, I, I would say Emmaus has sort of a, a, a little bit of a cult of personality going because of that. And at this moment, he's completely oblivious to it. While he's <laughs> <focusing> <laughs> <on the way. laughs> he but sees all kinds time, of people. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's getting done very well, and people are listening to you. Yeah, you may not notice. 
but they're listening to you much more uh, and taking you much more seriously or like at least being like, wait, uh, what would you suggest? There, there's, there's a lot more people asking you for suggestions or how you want them to approach um, repairing the ship, almost like you would be the ship's, you know, uh, sort of adeptus leader, but you're not. Um, there is a there is a an engine seer who's in charge of that, but you know I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> sure, he's not mad at all. Keeping his options open. <laughs> yeah, sure, he's not mad at all. Anyone else? So yeah, so Emmaus uh, uh, is definitely like the ship is getting repaired much faster. Um, it's getting coordinated better um, because he is there. You know, one on one sort of leading the labor crews and, and working with the dry dock engineers uh, and engine seers to get everything back to snuff. Yeah, like I'm sure there's a piece the ships inside yeah. now, right? So like the quirky stuff, like usually you just connect this thing to this thing and he's no, 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 you got to route it here and here first because <laughs> it's whole weird. Look, don't worry about it. Yeah. This, this or like, don't thing. like, let's just, don't worry about that section. We need to cut this through here and then, yeah, like cut this through here and you can actually repair this here. And they're like, well, no, that would compromise. It's like, well, no, we don't use those decks. Those are like dead decks. Um, so maybe you eliminate some weird mutant creatures that are fucking living in some weird <laughs> hidden decks that you haven't explored in God knows how many centuries. Cause this fucking hulking beast of a ship has been around for millennia. You don't know what's in there, but he's like, no, those are dead decks. Cut those. Like just fucking forget it. Like seal it off. We'll go work here. This is where we need our men to, to, to be able to, to work. So, um, yeah, so it, it definitely uh, speeds the process uh, quite a bit and hopefully would would maybe reduce some of your risks later on of insurrection by, I, I don't know what you would call them, some sort of... Just a crew. Abnormalities. Space monsters that, yeah, that, that may or may not be hiding in the <laughs> hidden decks of your ship. It's common. <laughs> Every ship has probably tens of decks that have and holds that have never been opened for literally thousands of years <laughs> literally um and no one knows what's in them and they could be terrifying and you just hope to god that no one opens it or needs to go in there but otherwise if they do you know maybe you find some great cool stuff at late at night that. when it's when it's quiet you just hear one guys Guys, <laughs> it's, it's dark. Did you guys close the door? <laughs> Who's around me right now? Who's around me? And then, hello, yeah, just random every time, screaming. Every time Emmaus closes off another deck or another door, there's just thoughts going in his head of, you know, Jordan's been acting really weird, and then that one closes, and then he goes and works on the next one, and. Yeah, Kainuk was saying some weird things too, and that you know, big sheet of metal dropped down and closed it off. So he's just got all this rolling around in his head, and he's focusing on you know getting the ship tip top. That'd be a shame if one closed before you got out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I have very high agility though, so that's my. Sometimes people are like, "Wait a minute, what bunk are you assigned? Floor forty-three? Oh, I'm sorry, 
44 is the screaming deck. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> screaming all the time. <laughs> all the time. Screaming from the deck below you at all times for no reason. And it's like, why well, is anyone dragging it up? They're not. There's no people there. <laughs> Don't worry. No. You can't stop it. It's just screaming. Just leave it alone. You're better off yep. if you just leave it alone and continue. Really, on there were. There were people there. Not anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there were. You don't want to know what's left. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Everyone's like, well, sorry, bud. I guess you're going to need some earplugs. That's it. There's, like, there's nothing we could do about it. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, is, yeah. Is anyone else doing anything? Uh, what else is anyone doing for this uh, sort of couple days, several days. Nothing for Jordan? Nah, he's just kind of, honestly, he'd probably just wander around the station, just kind of making sure no one is uh, speaking ill of the God Emperor and, you know, randomly just burning people's arms just for the, because they're being, you know, sinners. Okay. Nothing, like, I'm not going to, like, burn them to death, but just, you know, just have like a little yeah. hot piece of metal on me and just whack it on their forearm or something. But now you know how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, with with everybody being tied up with other things and like the crew not being together, it's really good for him. Because then that night, you know, the skull comes back and it starts, you know, beeping and chirping and whatever. So he, you know starts going through all the stuff and like it's the meeting right so he starts fast forward and through stuff and then he's almost getting ready to turn it off and then it gets to the point where he leaves and then all those other conversations happen so like he calls in one of the security crew he's like i want you to stay here and then he looks and the guy's like all right he's like no you wait outside you got can't Trust you being just go wait out there and he like locks the fucking doors and he like sets the skull for you know fucking security whatever like set an alarm if somebody tries to open the door and then the next day he heads out to like into town and hits up one of his little illicit shops and he wants to pick up some stin. Okay. So it's wow. average and it's single person, so it's a plus forty. Okay. Um, I also have uh, Peer Underworld, which is plus 10 to interactions. I don't know if that helps at all in this sort of thing. Uh, just kind of like Yeah, up. Stim's a drug, so yeah, I would say yeah. All right, so plus 50. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if you're rolling against much on this one, but... Uh, so... You're rolling against like a four at this point. Well, it's against our profit factor, right? So 54 yeah. plus 50, so yeah. 104. I've rolled a 55. Okay. Yeah. Uh, however much you think you need, yeah. You you uh, can get. Yeah, or I would got, say, how? Uh, what is it? You had 104 and you got 50 what? 55 out of 104. 55 out of 104, so that's going to be... Four. Four, wow. yeah, four doses if you want it. Sure, I'll take all four. Sticks them in a pocket, and then he uh, he heads over to the Adeptus Mechanicus. Okay. Uh, who you're looking to talk to? Talon tracks. Talon tracks. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, as you uh, you go in, uh, they allow you a meeting with him. You open the door. Yes, room trader. Uh, yes. Yeah. So the uh, business that we've uh, previously discussed, I have come to the uh, conclusion. I have made my decision. I, we, I will be throwing my lot in with the Adeptus Mechanicus after all. So uh, favors, profit factor, all of the things that we've discussed. Excellent. Can I ask why you've decided to throw your lot in with us? We have had a very profitable relationship up till now, and I see no reason why that should change. We have. And this technology, even with the minor amount of analysis we've been able to do, has shown us it is significantly powerful enough to potentially tip scales when psychers or those attuned to the warp can be nullified something never seen before i thank you for your service i will make sure you and your crew your ship are most rewarded for your service to the omnissiah the one true god uh, yes well i Put no stake in such things, but uh, cold hard thrones. Your service is enough. I, the Omnissiah is practical. The Omnissiah understands. If you don't believe that, that is fine. But the fact that you believe our logic, our calculation. Our science is that which can save the Imperium is enough for me, especially to bring such a powerful tool into our hands. It's impressive, uh, something perhaps many rogue traders would double deal, perhaps uh, sell on the back end. Uh, uh, even perhaps for our enemies, the Xenos. But it seems from our agreement that we would be the one beneficiary of this knowledge. Am I correct? Uh, I believe that that is the case. We have been away from the source for some time, and I cannot guarantee that I will be able to control it or still have control over it, but I will do my best to ensure you that... You must control this. You must be our emissary, our direct link to this source. And regard, it doesn't matter what you want. Based on our initial findings, I'll provide whatever resources necessary to secure it from those who may wish to obtain it, those outside of the Mechanicus. If you can guarantee us Mechanicus control, I will guarantee you whatever resources you need. So do you Name have your price? Well, if you uh, have such resources at your disposal, then uh, 
if you have a cruiser, perhaps. I do not know yet who. I know one rogue trader who has been involved with uh, Abernath, who, of course, we have already dealt with. Uh, I am not sure what his position is at the moment, but... Uh, and they saying, may have claim to this? They threaten the source? They had dealings with Abernath, who controlled the source, and since he is no more, I consider it ours. But... Mm. Others may not. Well, a cruiser, this is nothing. I can requisition one for you. It may take a small amount of time uh, within the uh, timeline of things, but you must procure this for us. If a cruiser it is you need, a cruiser it is I will find you. This seems worthy of such trade, if that is our deal, I will trade you a cruiser outfitted to your specifications uh, with some augmentation within reason uh, in order to protect this source for us exclusively and no one else must have access except the mechanic. Agreed. Then it is done. I will order our fleet to uh, move whatever resources necessary. Uh, your ship is being repaired, I know. Would you uh, utilize it uh, to secure the source of the material uh, in... The stead of the cruiser, it will be there post-haste. Yes, we will go on ahead as the uh, ship is finished. I believe there's just a few more days until we are ready to leave. Uh, we can go and scope out the situation. And if the uh, cruiser will be inbound, then I'm sure we will have things well in hand. It will be diverted immediately. I request that you secure the source of these goods, and we will put forth all of our resources possible to secure it with under your command. As long as the goods flow, you will be our benefactor. To your and, of course, uh, those who follow you uh, to their benefit. There are, we have many resources, as uh, well as access to things the administratum perhaps even couldn't imagine. Interesting. So, secure this resource for us. Uh, the cruiser will be on its way. Uh, once it arrives, then it is up to you. Uh, we will back you as much as possible, but it is up to you to protect it with that resource. Will there be a crew on board the um, cruiser that I may leave behind to uh, keep boots on the ground? Uh, to replace yours? Uh, would you prefer that you would prefer the cruiser? Not under your command? 
Oh no, yes, the uh, the cruiser would of course be under my command. I will need to find someone. I had someone in mind uh, prior to uh, certain circumstances who may have taken over that uh, heretic's bane, but uh, that may no longer be the case. But that is for me to deal with. Uh, if you have a uh, crew that I may leave at the location, uh, my current uh, group of mercenaries is off protecting a mining colony now, and they are required there for security for the foreseeable future. The heretic's bane will be well staffed. If it is to be the protectorate of the resource, then I will make sure our most competent tech priests, engine seers, and explorators are ready to be accessible to populate its ranks. Excellent. I do have a question, sort of off topic, but I, I wonder, have you tried to... Uh, use the goo on someone who has not been touched by the war? In what way do you mean? Injecting it straight into them, of course. See if there is any reaction to those who do not uh, have the touch of the warp on them. We know that it inhibits the, the, the warp in those who do um, have those abilities. Our data suggests there are no adverse effects those untainted by the work. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and is my new tech priest ready yet? Indeed, you will have your choice. You may select from or find us recruits. Uh, I'll provide you a list. Whichever you so choose shall be assigned to your ship. Uh, we thank you for your service and we appreciate your subtlety in dealing with us. Excellent. I look forward to a long and fruitful relationship. Well, may the Omnissiah bless you and lead us to the one true singularity. Indeed, if we are so lucky. Oh, luck is not a part of it. It is but diligence and logic. This moves us significantly forward in our goals. It eliminates the risk, if you would, of the warp and its chaotic influence upon our universe. One more level of control that we can build upon. As you say. And he pulls a flask out and <laughs> takes a drink. Well, then I will leave you to it. Your cruiser is on its way. It's crew selected as per your wishes. All information will be forwarded to your intelligence and communications officer and accessible at your leisure. Excellent. I will give you my choice of tech priests by the end of the day. Please send him over and have him ready. It is done. It's a pleasure. He gives him a curt bow. He bows respectfully, and uh, as you leave the room, he uh, taps a comm and starts issuing orders. Okay, he he's he takes a, circu a circuitous route back to the ship. Okay. Um, 
the skull obviously is with him. It's on a lookout now. Like usually it's just around him and it's just flying in case he like wants a drink or, you know, he needs to make a note or whatever, but like it's now programmed to like be on lookout for shit. Sure. Okay. And he pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he pretty much makes himself scarce. I mean, like he would go back. I don't know if anybody else would go back for the ceremony for Tim when that happens. Cause that's a, that's a big deal. So he wants to be there for that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I love how John's like, it's a big deal. And then both me and Bessie are like, nah, a man will be there. <laughs> So who does show up to Tim's uh, official military funeral? I guess just the two of us. Do Jarnan and Kynock uh, not yeah. go? The, the no, question Jarnan, is, do they not Jarnan go? will actually go. Yeah, no, Jarnan okay. will actually go because, you know, religious. It's a religious ceremony, right? Yeah, yeah you're gonna exactly. Be there it is. Yeah. There are, so does, as the ship's missionary, does Jarnan give sort of last rites to Tim before his uh, remains are are sent out into the the ether. Uh, he does. He just kind of gives like a quick eulogy, but like no emotion. Like okay. it doesn't look like he's bored, but it just looks like I could be doing like the yeah, it's like rote something. Yeah. Like, like just rote. Just, just, just okay. Oh, fucking job. Buy the books. Yeah. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Why uh, are we you... making such a big fuss? Like, uh, do you... <laughs> Yikes. Uh, do you have a... Yeah, give me a fellowship plus whatever... Uh, I don't know, I guess missionary or whatever, like, ecclesiarchy skill you have to embellish it. Um, to see if people sort of get that vibe or not. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. 99. Oh. Come on, 99. <laughs> That's a riot. Um, all right. So what <laughs> all right. What do you want me to add? To uh, so I mean, what do you I... have that might be like uh, knowledge-wise potentially or like any knowledge ecclesiarchy or some sort of uh yeah I fellowship mean, I have, bonus i have imperial creed imperium and ecclesiarchy okay uh, whatever is highest either imperial creed or ecclesiarchy would be fine uh okay. to add to your to your to your fellowship role okay for the yeah the eulogy per ecclesiarchy creed like I... uh I rolled a um, 56 out of 60. Oh, okay. <laughs> just barely. No one notices that you don't seem to care. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. it's moving. It's it's yeah, not it just, like... It just comes not, off as being stoic. You yeah, know? you seem <laughs> stoic. But yes, you don't seem ambivalent or crass. You're just, they're like... Mm. He's serious. He's a serious fellow. No <laughs> one seems to notice that you don't. It's not. It doesn't seem flippant or glib or you're just like you do it and it's enough. And no one knows any different. OK, good. I mean, Tim and I didn't really get along. So this is 
you know, <laughs> kind of on opposites, you know, opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah, it's it's respectful, but not yeah. like gushing. That's, yeah, it's it's respectful, but not gushing. And and people are like, that's respectful. That's respectful. And they, you know, they applaud. I'm assuming this is like the old Star Trek. There's a body in the torpedo, and we're going to shoot it out into yep. the. Okay, Pretty much, so. yeah, yeah. We're going to go with that. <laughs> we he was going back into the forge. They were going to refor. They were going to reuse. Oh, no, they, no, that's right. Metal. They're going to put him back uh, in the forge and reforge him as uh, tool. Yeah, like uh, yeah, that's right. And into uh, mechandrite, mech and <laughs> things. Uh, you don't want to go back. Turbo skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm working on that. <laughs> So right before, right before his, uh, you know, his, I guess, glass coffin or tube or whatever gets chucked into the flames, Emmaus is going to go up and he's going to give it, he's going to look around and everybody's solemn and head bowed and Jarnan has done his eulogy. The last, the last push that pushes it into the flames, Emmaus is going to push it in. He's going to walk oh, over, okay. bow his head and push it in. Uh, uh, a bunch of the crew nods with you. Like you feel like they really like they were like that was the right thing to do, and Jarman's just they, gonna like side eye Emmaus. They like, recognize not- that you honored him, and and because they were so, uh, you know, they, because of your leadership, they're like this this guy might be more than just a pilot. Like this guy is just like the pilot. Like this guy. Yeah, this guy. So they, uh, yeah, they they kind of they kind of dig it. Um, and you notice people like the particularly sort of the blue collar, like the workers, workers are like this guy gets us. This guy gets it. Um, so you get a little bit. Yeah, you get the crew sort of. Yeah, they they it solidifies their belief. Like. He's not just fucking around. He gets it. He actually like put the work in. He like single p pe- single single um like you push it single single like drip of sweat and they're like that's the sweat of our brothers. Like he gets it. Venari's <laughs> <laughs> incensed. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. Because. <laughs> So, because he brought Tim back, right? Because he, sh- he didn't know if he was dead, dead, if they could fix him. Yeah, but, yeah. like, his thing was, like, let's just, like, with the Mercs, let's do the whole fucking thing because it's all about the show and the pageantry yeah. and reflecting that back on that Venari is doing uh, yep. the right but, thing. Yeah, but Emmaus stole definitely <laughs> a lot of the thunder because people are like, he really, like, he did like he pushed it himself. That's how much he cared. And they're like, he gets us. He's with us. So the crew <laughs> is like really behind him. Like they're like, wow, this guy cares about us as like just fucking randos. They're not necessarily saying Venari doesn't care about us, but they're like, this guy, this guy cares. And doing all of Anari's work. 
<laughs> so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna walk back. So I'm assuming, obviously, you know, there, there. I'm sure there's like a hierarchy. You know, obviously, it's the rogue trader, and obviously, Jarnan's position, just because of who he is and you know the environment we're in, he's he's you know you know maybe just like a step behind the rogue yep. trader, just because yep. of. So I'm gonna walk over, and I'm assuming you know Venari and. John and are kind of standing there. I was going to say I was going to go over and grab both of their hands and yank it up in the air, but that would be a bit too cheesy. So I'll just walk back. So Venari, <laughs> Venari's kind of standing I really at the front. Want you to do that, yeah, Venari's <laughs> standing at the front, you know, looking over everything, and obviously he doesn't look very happy. And Jarnan's his blank slate, kind of, you know, he's kind of set off to the side of Venari. So I'll walk up. And I'll not, you know, I won't line up so we're all lined up together, standing together. But okay. I'll take I'll take a few steps forward than I would normally stand behind Venari when, you know, whenever where whenever there's, you know, rogue trader decisions going on or hierarchy things like that. So we're not completely the three of us lined up in a row. But okay, I'll take a, you're, I'll you're take a little a, behind. I'll take a step or two forward than I would normally stand okay. whenever okay. whenever we're doing whenever we're doing um you know different kind of pageantries on the ship. You get uh, you get for sure like you notice like a revelatory eye from the crew. Like like it's almost like an every man's man is finally there with them. Someone who gets them is like because you've shown, you know, sort of the nitty gritty. You're the one who's about the ship. It's about the ship, about its, uh, you know, like its importance in delivering all of this value. And so, yes, they, you notice a very staunch and quiet sort of lower crew that are like, yes, finally we have someone who understands like what about the ship who's fight, who's there. Like, yes, we're there. Um, so yeah. And I'll be, I'll be very, you know, I'll, I'll still follow the ceremony and I'll be very solemn, but normally I would step, sure. you know, I would, I would be about two or three steps behind yeah. Jarnan and and Venari, but I'll kind of scooch up a bit. It kind of it, what it kind of, you kind of get the sense that it empowers them just a little. Like we are important. Like that's the difference. Is like we're just fucking cogs in the machine versus like hey we're important and that shows and and you think you've communicated that to them. No, that's what it. Com- sorry, that's what it communicates to them whether you want it to or not <laughs> um that's it kind of communicates the importance of the everyday of of the labor of those who make this thing run and the fact that you're not say three steps behind you're you know two steps or one and a half steps yeah. whatever um is kind of like wait yes this guy he gets it it's important we are the ones that make this thing run. Uh, and so, yeah, they feel empowered. So I'm going to say, yeah, you're going to get a... I'll give you a plus 10 until I say otherwise to crew orders. Uh-oh. 
Uh oh, that's a little better than the one time per conflict <laughs> of Venari, because yeah, I'm just saying it's a little better because it's any time. He's uh he's a little twitchy. He looks a little <laughs> a little uh like red eyed, like he hadn't slept. Like I'm assuming this is like maybe like the day before we're gonna leave. Sure. So like yeah, the new yeah. tech priest is standing next to him. He's sure. away from Jarnan. Like they're not standing like within ten feet. He's like sure. over here. <laughs> because I don't think any of us have really talked at all. Yeah, it, it's very stoic between everybody. Yeah. Yeah. The the skull's real close and it's just like if they're both over here, it's just fucking staring the whole time, like watching. And as soon as the ceremony like wraps and like people start to mill, like swirl of cloak, and he's fucking he's gone. Okay. All right. So yeah, you you sort of go away. Uh, everyone sort of dismisses from the ceremony. You take your leave to Agusia. I assume. I assume so. So so what's that like? So the, the ship is finished. You know, the the crews. You know, gets gets the call back. They've all got to come. You know, return to the ship and whatever. And like, we're all on the deck, and it's like that awkward silence. The camera sort of pans around. <laughs> like, what? I, I mean, it depends. To- like, Emmaus is fine. Seems fine, <laughs> right? Like you're fine. Well, whenever, so I would say whenever you make the call that we're going to, you know, shove off, I would, you know, I, I, so I'm assuming this ceremony for Tim's over. So I would go up to Venari and just say, you know, we're calling all the men back. We're getting ready to ship off. I think it would be a good idea if you were on the, I was going to say gangplank, but whatever, you know, whenever the men are coming back from their shore leave or whatever, <laughs> bring them back on. And just make sure you're there. Space gang. Yeah, space gangway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whenever the men are coming back, maybe be there to welcome them back aboard. You know, we've been through quite a bit. Um, I think it would be good for the, the ship's morale if they saw you welcoming everybody back, um, you know, bringing them back on. Even if you're not, you know, glad handing or smacking the backs of everybody, just, you know, be there when they're coming back on. And every once in a while, you know, say something to, you know, Jim, how's the wife? Or you know, don't worry, we'll get them next time, Bob. That kind of thing. Just make your presence known when you know when all the crew's coming back on. So when you initially knock on the door, like he cracks the door and like looks out, fucking beady red glaring eye. <laughs> God, fucking losing it, guys. This is not good. He is like fucking losing it. Wouldn't make it you? sound like you ever had it. <laughs> I mean, it's not great, but like, damn, he's like, what is it? Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Who did it? I don't know. So when, anyway. when you like tell him to go downstairs, he's like, oh, so Emmis now? Does Emmis run the ship? Emmis knows oh, better no. than the rope trader does? I will, I will look. I will, I'll kind of be taken aback because obviously Emmaus has just been focusing on the ship. So he doesn't, he's not thinking, he's not seeing the, you know, the wake that he's making behind him. He's just like, well, I'm just doing my job and everybody's kicking in and stuff like that. And I'll just look at him and say, you know, we've been through quite a bit recently. There's lots of 
fractures between everybody. I just think it would be good if the crew saw you. You have the writ. You are the figurehead. You are why we are here on Heretic's Bane. It would just be good for the men to see you out there to remind them of, you know, what they are doing and who are they are doing it for. And, I'll, you know, I'll kind of be taken aback about how wigged out he is and all that kind of stuff because Emmaus is just like, well, I'm, I'm knocking dents out of the ship and I'm, you know, making sure everybody's happy. He's not, you know, he's completely oblivious to the fact that, you know, people are giving him side eye, especially that, you know, Venari was giving him side eye kind of thing. He's just like, well, I'm just, I'm just doing my job. Go out and be the face of the heretics Bane, be the figurehead of what you are. The writ is under your name. We're here for you. Just go out there and, you know, slap backs and kiss babies and, you know, get everybody back on board for our next mission. So it'll be good for them to see me. They know where the, the, their loyalty should lie. And I guess I'll see, Emmaus will see that he's a bit frazzled and I'm sure he's like. Uh, give me a, uh, let's do a perception. Uh, scrutiny. Uh, we'll do awareness, awareness, awareness or scrutiny either way. Either way is fine. Um, I don't think you're actively trying to deceive him, but I want, I think either awareness or scrutiny would work, uh, right. depending on what you want to know. Um, but yeah, I don't think you're actively trying to deceive him, but I think you're reacting in a way to determine, like, what, does he notice maybe why you're thinking that or not? So you want me to roll that? Yes. So Emmaus, okay, roll you. either either scrutiny or awareness, whichever one you scrutiny. would prefer. Okay. 58 out of 40. So that's what Oof. Uh You don't know. You, you don't understand oh. why he seems put off. So all I see is he's got like Doc Brown hair where it's like all sticking up sideways. And <laughs> yeah. Like he's, like, he's being very, uh, like he's being pretty forceful, but you don't, you don't really read into why you're just like, Oh, okay. Maybe he's in a bad mood. So I'll look to him and I'll say, captain, we've worked very hard on getting the ship, uh, back to a state that we expected to be in. The men have been working hard for you. Uh, we're ready to go when you are. Let's just go out and put on a good face and get everybody pointing in the same direction. And I'll kind of, I'll go out to kind of slap them on the shoulder and pull out like a flask of Amasek. So when I go to reach the, like, like very friendly, not like any kind of, yeah. so I'll kind of like tap them on the shoulder. You know, I'll reach out to tap them on the shoulder and pull out a, um, a flask of Amasek and kind of push it forward to them. When you reach into your coat, he spins <laughs> and pins your fucking hand to your chest. <laughs> what do you want me to roll? Uh, Would that be weapons skill, like a melee? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, any bonus for, like, surprise? Uh, I mean... Uh... I, I would... I would not be expecting it because I'm just yeah you know, sure. Being friendly uh, trying we'll to help, you so. give you a plus twenty actually. Plus okay. twenty would be a, a good surprise. Yeah, I, don't, I I mean I would normally do a ten, but it <laughs> seems like he trusts you more than that, so I'd say it's twenty. Okay. Yeah, well, because the man is completely heavy. yeah. He's like I think he's oblivious to this. Yeah. Fuck. Eighty four. <laughs> he's just kind of like like. Sort of like he tries to grab. 
Yeah, it looks like he tries to grab your hand, but like he misses, like he's like it looks like he's frazzled, maybe a bit drunk. Uh, <laughs> That's and... what I was gonna say. I think he's hammered. I think Emerson steps back, right? Like he's so surprised that he just kind of like moves out of the way. Yeah, I feel like he kind of like moves, like slaps her hand away. It's like, yeah, like slaps her hand away and gives like a little room, and it's like, yeah, taken aback by by what the fuck you're doing. So obviously, for my for my um, scrutiny roll, which I failed terribly, and now you just scrolled yeah. that, you just failed that. So Amaze is just thinking, okay, the captain's in a really bad headspace right now, and. Maybe Amasek is yeah. the thing for him right now. <laughs> yeah, you know he's now. You definitely know he's not happy. You don't. You yeah. maybe don't know why, unless you want to roll another. Uh, but you definitely are like, oh, he is. This is not a good headspace. He is fucking like you. He's like sort of like like you were his confidant up until like yesterday, basically. So at this point you're like, what the fuck is going on? He is like losing it a little bit. So I think at this point you think he's losing it a little bit. If you want to read into that, I think scrutiny would be reading into why maybe he did that. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I think, I think you have to think he's kind of like, I don't think I don't think Emmaus would take it any further than he just thinks that Venari's kind of drunk. So he'll okay. Yeah, I'm not going to roll into that. And That's say, fair. Oh, he's so I'll just I'll you know I'll kind of put the I'll put the lid back on the Amasek and put it back in my pocket and just say, uh, you know, I'll look to him and kind of be a bit shocked and taken aback by his reaction. But then I'll say, you're here for the crew. You are the figurehead for the crew. Pull yourself together and let's go down and make sure you make a show for the crew and I'll, you know, kind of go to the door and I'll, you know, kind of put my arm out to put them out. You know, the crew's waiting for you. They're coming back. We've cut, we've cut their stay short for all the hard work we've done getting the ship ready. At least go down and welcome them back before our next mission. And I'll still, you know, I'll have that look in my eye that I'm still, a bit taken aback why he's acting the way he is. And I'll just internally, Emmaus would just be like, wow, he's, he has his own, was it distillery? Do we say, or yeah. So he's got his own brand. Yeah. So he's getting high off his own supply. And obviously (laughs) everybody's been a bit stressed lately. So I'll just, I'll just take it as, you know, he's, you know, he's had a bit to drink and I'll put my flask back and just say, let's go out and, you know, go and put a good face on for everybody coming back. Where you know we're asking them to go over and above because we're cutting their shore leave short. At least go back out and you know give them a wave while they're coming back on. He he starts to storm down the hall and he says, "Figurehead, I'm the fucking rogue trader," and just storms off down the hallway. And I'll I'll follow behind him. So I'm you know I'll, I'm I'm oblivious to why he's all pissed off. I just think he's drunk, and I'll just follow back and give a shrug and follow him down the hallway. Okay. Um, oh, you went so you you went ahead of Emmaus and tramped down the hallway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you? What are you? Nah, do, so I'm just gonna. Are you going <laughs> to like? Are you going to the crew to like something? No, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow. Venari no, no, Emmaus no. is going after Venari. What's Venari do after? I, like everyone else seems to be like i'm waiting till we fucking take off and 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 go to agusia whatever 
So the question is, what are you doing after you tramp off? If, if the crew is still returning, then he probably does go down. But okay. he's grumbling and pissy. And as people come up, he's like, come on, come on, let's go. Let's go. We got places okay. to go. Yeah, so then give the me the exact a... opposite of what Emmaus suggested. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, I have air of authority. If I get them in like twos and threes, they're just going to do what I say. That's not good enough. Let me see if what, what the uh, stats... I'm trying to think of what your... Give me a charm at minus 20 at this point. Okay. I think I'm at plus 20. I am. It's a straight charm. All right, so fifty-five, uh, forty-one. Okay. Um, didn't want to all, all the crews drunk. All the crews drunk are coming back. <laughs> you put on enough airs that it seems like you're with you're. They're like, okay, he cares. Like he cares. So yeah, you're, there's no no one thinks you're being disingenuous or or. Or whatever. Um, yeah, like you're there and you're like, we're going, we're going. Like they think it's more like authoritative, like we're doing this versus like, fuck you, we get in here. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're going to fucking do it. And then they're like, we get, yeah, we're going to fucking do it. Yeah, Captain. So they're behind you. Um, so Amaeus, Amaeus looks around and just says, well, everybody is just completely hammered. The, the road <laughs> trader's drunk, all the crew's drunk, and everybody's just shouting at each other, but no one's throwing punches, so it's all right for the moment. Yeah, yeah, everyone's fine with it. Like, yeah, they're hammered, they're fucking on shore leave, they just got called in. Oh, it's done, well, well let's do it, though. I <laughs> more money. Of, everybody's giving more each other a bit of banter. Yeah, everybody's giving each other yeah, shit. I need more whores and drugs. That's what we do this for. And that's it. Like, they don't, they're fine with it. Um, and they're okay. So everyone gets on board, and they're totally fine. What's What's the new tech priest's name? John. <laughs> J apostrophe H O N. There you go. <laughs> uh, Timothy. <laughs> I need I need jokes for this is the problem. Um, Tim dash well, one. Well, Tim dash always- one point two. <laughs> The Tim who died always went by Big Tim, so this guy goes by Little Tim. Little Tim. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so what what would a tech priest do on a ship? I'm just trying to think. Uh, get melted um, down. In charge of like minor repairs and any uh, any tech that we bring on board, kind of checking so that in- out and all that kind of so in the hierarchy, if we were playing and there was you know more people and we had a tech priest, he would be part. Would he be part of I'm our crew or uh, okay, the so explorer? An explorer. So an explorer is like the missionary, except for the for tech priest. For tech priest. So okay, so he's he like out there to basically find things for. The mechanic, mechanicus, and like an analyze stuff, and explorers are basically like, "Hey, we assign them to these rogue trader ships to then go around and like find crazy Xeno shit and 
deconstruct it and figure out what it does. Blah, 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 so he blah. would be, he would be, they would be part of the command crew then. Oh yeah. 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 An explorer okay. would be. Yeah. So are, are we going with little Tim? Or are we going with something else? I don't think you get an explorer. He's not an explorer. He's a tech priest. Okay. Tech priest is a little tech priest. below that. Explorer is like the same thing as like missionary or okay. uh, militant, arch militant, right. Versus, yeah. versus okay. like the squad. Um, of folks that, that that do whatever. So when whenever the whenever the te- the tech priest comes on, I'll introduce him to Venari because I'm assuming he's coming on. You know, he's got all his. He was there sound. at the ceremony. He he was, oh, he with was? Me there. okay. So he yeah. was there. okay. So he knows all right. Okay, that's fine then. So if we're all heading up to the bridge, the the command bridge, then I'll just you know I'll, I'll just you know point out what everything is and. If you know, introduce them to anyone else who's around. You know, if it's not the, not the command crew, but any of the you know the other the the button pushers that are on the bridge or anything like that, I'll just do like a quick introduction to everybody, and I'll kind of hand them off to Venari, just saying you know maybe go stand by the rogue trader, see if he has any orders for you. I think as he reaches the deck, like he pauses in front of the door. and makes like a conscious effort to like get his shit together. <laughs> Smacking himself in the face. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's Tyler Durden it right now. No, he, he, <laughs> he's, he stops and like just tries to compose himself but before, you know, making his entrance, you know, into the bridge. I'm going to go with Alael Titus, Tech Priestess, who's quite uh, adept at uh, not only, mostly because she's. Um, more of a uh, cruiser uh, engine seer uh, or level of skill versus light cruiser. So uh, they gave you sort of the upgrade ahead of time prior to that uh, showing So I'm up. assuming when she gives her credentials and her uh, training, Emmaus will be kind of taken back and, well, it's, she seems to be uh, kind of slumming it a bit and I'm assuming because we didn't know that you went and had that talk. So I'm sure Venari's like, oh heck yeah, this is a good sign for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pleased. Yeah. But I yeah, think he I'm, knew that. Like when when he was introduced yeah. at the at the place, like he already knows. Yeah. So I may as well be like, well this definitely looks uh higher order than Tim was. Like she looks sure. more modified, more yeah. sort of regal. So I may so just be like, yeah, I'm sure it. I'm sure you've got this. This is, you know, this will be old hand for you. So you know, enjoy the ride, and hopefully you have a good time. I'm sure we won't have any issues, and you know, you'll be able to handle this kind of thing, and just kind of very friendly, and kind of like, well, yeah, I know she's she's destined for bigger things, but you know, maybe this is the first step on the way to to those kind of things. And I'm Venari's like, heck yeah, this is a good sign, I'm sure. As, as you're like going through your spiel, he's just like grimacing a little bit because it's like after, after watching the tape, like you're just doing your normal thing, like being a nice guy. And he's like, oh, so this motherfucker, right? Like he wants to be the captain now. Huh? All right. Fucking <laughs> 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 gladhead and everybody. All right. 
slapping backs and kissing babies. <laughs> but I said, Emmaus is just like, well, I'm just doing my job. Everything's good. I'm I'm in the groove. I'm feeling better. Um, <laughs> take this a bit seriously. And Emma- and Finari's like, oh, motherfucker's trying to shank me kind of thing. So. <laughs> trying to steal my gerb. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so we were waiting for you to come back, John. So, so when Venari comes in and and this is, you know, sort of like giving his little spiel and, you know, welcome to the crew. And, you know, that's, you know, Paula over there working the fucking scanners or whatever fucking thing. And, you know, when Ari comes in and kind of like flares his cloak and he sits down and he's just kind of like grimacing as Emma sort of goes through his thing. Do you say, do anything? Does anything happen before he like gives the commands to Emma to, or uh, to Kainok to get us out of here? Um, I may, are you like, how well did you actually like clean yourself up before you stepped in? You know, so it's probably like one of those things where he like runs his hands through his hair, you know, kind of like straightens the cloak back out. Like he's trying to bring himself under, you know, some semblance of control, right? Because he's not really like the intimidating rogue trigger trader. He's more of this schmarmy you know, shitty rogue trader. Uh, oh, we know. So, <laughs> so you can tell he's probably off still. Like he's not a hundred percent like his normal shitty self. Like he seems like maybe he's tense. Okay. I can work with that. So yeah, no, when Venari walks in, John and just kind of like, like look at him. Be like, and probably just think to himself like, uh, is he drunk already? <laughs> and then, like, do you... I think I heard you say, like, you're gonna, like, almost give Emmaus, like, a dirty look when he's doing shit. He's just, like, you know, around his eyes tight and his jaw clenches a little bit. He doesn't say anything. Alright, yeah, Jarnan's just gonna be like, huh, those two now, too. Store that away in the back of my mind. Because you didn't know about the skull, right? You left before... Yeah. Okay. So it's only Emerson and Kynock. All right. Yep. So he, you know, looks around the bridge silently, just sort of assessing his eyes linger on Jarden for a minute. Stop on, on Emerson as he's fucking sitting at the controls. Opens, you know, flips the comm. Happily pushing button. Just pushing button. <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> Are you in position? Uh, there's going to be a moment of silence, and then a voice will come over the comms. With, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's ready when you are. We are ready. And tell him, if he's unable to hear, to keep the fucking ship out of the stars. That's your 10%. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Yikes. Go ahead. That's it. I, how do you, I don't know how you want to apply it, though, right? Because he's got like 40 steps. So, like, I don't know at what point. Only five. Uh, <laughs> right? uh, it's meta to let him be like, oh, I failed this one. I want to use it here, right? So, like, you want me to just pick one? Name out your five things and I'll just pick one. I'll, uh, I would. I would probably suggest leaving the warp 
Which makes sense with what you just said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, done. <laughs> Keep it out of a fucking star. So okay. then when we leave probably the probably the last step. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, let's see. First roll is the uh, navigation warp test. I just rolled a seventy-six, but that is out of a. Uh, let's see. 70 oh well, 76 out of 73 okay let me zero failure I'm looking at the yeah i'm looking at the stages now because we fucking do this so infrequently yeah. um you want to spend your fate points it's not like you're gonna need them <laughs> i might i don't know <laughs> um i'm gonna spend one that's on that, the though. estimate of the time frame it takes. So I'm going to say yep. three weeks. This is not going good so far, guys. <laughs> I oh, am surprised. <laughs> hey, leaving the warp, though, is awesome. All right. So the second one, step two. I got an ought five out of, uh, let's see, what is that? Awareness. So that's an op five out of seventy-three. Well, that's good. Okay. You get a wait, op five out of what? Seventy-three. So then so six degrees success. A plus uh sixty on every test post this test. Every oh, navigation okay. test. Every navigation. Wow. All right, that's gonna that's gonna help a lot because my my next one to uh, uh to detect obstacles is an 80 out of 73 <laughs> even with the plus 60 without the plus that's what i rolled well, is an 80 out of 73 we get a plus 10 to any navigation warp but this is a perception i test, counted that so. yeah yeah i counted that so, so it should be a plus 10 but you're not going to get the plus 60 cuz that's not a navigation test that's a yep. perception test. So, yep, so, um, so zero you don't failure. know of any dangers laying ahead. And then, <laughs> oh, but this one is a navigation warp test, mm -hmm. which is super lucky because I rolled a 91 out of 73. Wow. <laughs> but a plus 60 bumps that down to a 31 out of 73. Okay. And don't you get the plus 10 from the... Um, no, that's the, the final not the leaving step. the warp? Uh, what's step four? Nope. No, this is to determine accuracy and time. Oh, okay, yep. Yep. So that makes it uh, six degrees of success, actually. Wow. Okay. Yep. So you actually get there in a week, because you thought yeah. it was going to be a month, but it was actually three weeks, but then you... That's how I roll, oh. baby. But yeah, you did it really well, so yeah. you got um, even faster. But then you do get this perception test, but instead of a minus 20, it's a minus 10 because you got yelled yeah. at about it. Which means, so this was the great, so drumroll, I got a 28 out of 53. Wow. One degree of success, or two degrees. Okay. Yeah. You can choose where you exit, essentially. In a star. Actually. <laughs> yeah, into yeah. the star. 
on top of the building. <laughs> I do get to choose a warp encounter because that was failed. You don't notice uh, this, uh, the warp seems okay. You didn't I have didn't any incidents. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, what was what was it? So what kind was of the Jim shot. Carrey movie. What was the Jim Carrey movie when he was uh, the animal detective? Ace Ventura. I want to Ace Ventura style like slide the ship into place what? like a glove. <laughs> Yeah, no, I actually I want the most calm, normal re-entry that you could possibly get with a ship. Just so you can shit it once you do it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I don't want anything flashy, nothing fancy. I just want to just like on by the books. Re-entry, nice and calm. Okay. Just so I can be like, bah. <laughs> no star so, this time. So Kynok's not on the bridge, right? I'm assuming. No, he's, he's not. not. Okay. He has like an observation bubble or something. Yeah. He does this thing yeah. But once, once, once we slide in, the mayor's. I'll say you. Pro- yeah. Oh, yeah, you probably haven't seen Kynock in like four or five days. Just give a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's not a good <laughs> sign. <laughs> but yeah, once once we once we slide in, just Amaeus would be kind of dorky and give a thumbs up and look around and look over at Venari and give a thumbs up. He he just like he looks at you and he says, "I'm fucking shocked." <laughs> <laughs> Plus ten. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact we haven't seen you in a week—that's that's, that's kind of ominous. So we'll... he comes out. He's got like hands growing out of his face. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. So uh, if, if we land at the port, or I guess the ship comes in, I guess above. Where the port would be, right? Because the ship's too big to land. Yeah, uh, so I would say the ship shows up at whatever distance uh, Kynok decides. The God Emperor eats some trail mix and, and makes all the audience eat <laughs> it. Sorry. Shouldn't it be like Psyker mix? Hey, everybody. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash Legendary Brew, or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.